Welcome to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we're going to be discussing a new rule, how I created it, why it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode number nine. Work with what you have. Okay, guys, I'm back with another solo episode. I hope you checked out last week's episode where I had my first ever guest. Shout out to Daniel Napolitano. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm glad to be back with a solo episode so we can get back into our one-on-one time. So this week, I was watching Jonah Hill's new Netflix documentary called Stutz. Basically, he interviews his own real-life therapist. I thought it was phenomenal. You should definitely check it out. But check that one out with a box of tissues. The reason I'm bringing it up is because Jonah Hill said that he had been in therapy for five years because he was suffering from low self-esteem. I'm bringing this up because I've also been in therapy for five years, actually almost six years. What most people don't know about me is that I actually went to therapy for three to four times a week for about three years. This is known as psychoanalysis. It's basically just therapy at an increased frequency, therefore making the progress hopefully come faster. And it is obviously just more intense because you're doing it more often. Nobody made me do it. I just knew that I wanted to do it. My acting teacher had talked about it and how he had done it and his mentor had done it and how it basically changed his life for the better. And he he like recommended it in passing. Uh, I don't even know if he was really saying it to me or to the class, but I took it to heart and I ended up asking my norm, my whatever, my regular therapist, oh, how can I get into psychoanalysis? How can I get into this program where I can go multiple times a week? That's affordable. And she, God bless her, angel sent from heaven. She recommended this program to me that was super cost effective. And basically I was able to start going to therapy three to four times a week for the next three years of my life. And the value that I got from that is like, it's astronomical, truly. I no longer go three times a week. Um, I now go just normal once a week with my same therapist who has, you know, he's helped me through an enormous amount of processing and a lot of things. And anyway, all this to say, I needed, I felt that I, I needed, and I think I did need, to process a lot of different experiences, adverse experiences, because I just had a lot of self-worth issues and I had a lot of self-doubt and um, I was just in a lot of pain. So my day, I was doing this while I was working at the law firm. I would start my job at 10 a.m. I would have therapy at 8 a.m. Nobody knew this. I would go to my sessions at uh, 8 a.m. Then I would do my makeup in my therapist's bathroom. And then I would get on the one train and head to FIDI to go do my eight hour day. Um, And this was my schedule from Tuesday to Friday for the next three years, except for, of course, when the pandemic happened, then I was just doing Zoom. But recently in September, I was talking to my therapist, who was the one who was my therapist for those three years as well. I was like, you know what? I realized something. New Alex isn't coming, is she? This is it, huh? (laughs) Like, I think when you've gone through something, you think, oh, you know, once I process this or once I've gotten through it, I'm going to be a totally new person or therapy is going to like, it's going to change your identity. No, I mean, yes, it's going to help you to process those things and it's going to maybe make you less reactive if you work on it. But ultimately, 
you're you. All the things that happened to you did happen to you. And their after effects, they're there. They're a part of you. And that's okay. You don't have to feel ashamed. You can still achieve your goals and be this version of you that all those horrible things happen to, you know? And I didn't think that way. I assumed, oh no, I have to change my entire personality in order to be the person I really want to be. Impossible. That's not happening. You have to just accept the fact that you're all you're going to get and you got to work with what you have. That's what we're all doing. So rule number nine, work with what you have. What you have is fine and you're probably not going to get anything better. So you better start, you better start cherishing what you have and who you are and moving forward with her because nobody's coming. For a really long time, I struggled with feeling stuck. And trauma does that. Trauma will keep you stuck because you're in, what is it? It's fright, not fright, is it? Fright, flight, freeze, or um, fawn. I felt like I was between fawning and freezing. Those were my um, responses to the trauma. So I was stuck. I felt stuck in jobs. I felt stuck in schools. I felt stuck in relationships. And I never liked where I was in the present moment. I always was wishing, hoping to move forward. And I couldn't. And here's something that I'm going to, I just realized. 2023, I refuse to say I'm stuck. Even if I feel it, nope, mm -mm, I am not stuck. I guess, you know, we're all stuck on earth, obviously. We don't have a choice. We're here for however long we're here for. But that doesn't mean we can't go after the things we want to go after. That doesn't mean we have to stay stuck in that shitty job. We have to stay stuck in that, you know, unfulfilling relationship. We can take actions as our, like, messed up selves. There's a motivational video of Steve Harvey on the internet giving a speech about how you have to jump before you can pull the strings to your parachute. And I love that because even though it's cliche and even though you've probably seen it, um, heard it a hundred million times, it's so true because you can't open your parachute and then jump. No, we all want to guarantee, but that's just not how, that's not how flying works, you guys. I've said before, I wanted to do a podcast for more than a year And I talked myself out of it and I had a million excuses as to why I couldn't do it. And I had a conversation recently with someone about what my concept is and, you know, just business plan stuff about the podcast. And he was like, well, did you think about X, Y, and Z? And I was like, no, (laughs) a lot of the details have not been ironed out because I knew I just needed to start. All that other stuff would eventually come. My my concept, whatever promotional things I wanted to make. He was like, well, what guests are you going to have? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, what's your plan? I was like, I don't know. All I knew was that I had to hit record because I wanted to alchemize the lessons that I learned from some of my more adverse experiences. And I wanted to share it. And whatever comes out of that, whatever gets built out of that is what the podcast will be. But I know that none of those things will come if I sit here and I try to figure out a five-year plan for the show. That's just not how I work. Maybe that's how other people work. But for me, no. The most important thing was jumping off the cliff and starting without the parachute strings and just seeing where it goes, letting it take me where it's going. 
And that's something that I learned starting a lo- starting before you're ready is crucial. Y- conditions will hardly ever be perfect. Unless you're flying on an airplane, they don't take off. You're stuck at your destination. But in life, if it's pouring, if it's hailing, you better, you better jump. Because tomorrow it might be the same or it might be worse. So you got to start with what you have. I am glad that I didn't sit here and do a five-year business plan for this show. Not because this show is viral or because everyone's listening to it. But I never would have started it. And I never would have seen the value in what I have to offer had I waited for this better, smarter, more business-savvy Alex to show up and produce the show. She's not coming. If only. (laughs) She's going to be built in this process. I was looking back through some of my old social media content recently, stuff that I thought was really good. And I was seeing, oh my God, wait, I see why this didn't pop off. I see why this didn't go viral. I see now stuff that I thought was so great. I completely understand why it wasn't resonating. Either I didn't have confidence when I was speaking, the audio was low. The idea was there, but it was just poorly executed. Maybe I didn't film it right because I was in the process of learning. And I'm talking about videos that I filmed maybe a year ago. So it's not even that long ago, but I'm thankful that I posted it. I'm thankful that I did it because had I not done a hundred shitty videos, I never would have gotten to any of my, my better videos, the videos that (sighs) encouraged me to keep going. A girlfriend of mine was like, I want to talk to you about social media this week. And I was like, okay, cool. I love talking about social media. And she was like, I have 95,000 videos in my camera roll. She's a travel vlogger. Um, And, and she was like, I have 95,000 videos. What do I do? And I was like, you better start, start posting. (laughs) My best advice is to just do it. Jump post the nine, 95. I would kill for 95,000 videos and footage to be sitting in my phone right now best believe I would be throwing them out there I also talked to a business owner this week who was like I want to get into social media but I'm embarrassed is this stupid is this video dumb what are people gonna say nobody liked it and I'm like it doesn't matter that embarrassment is gonna be there it's not going away you have to feel the fear feel the embarrassment feel the cringe and still press post. And that's the actually the only way you're going to cure it. So yeah, it may sound counterintuitive, but the only way you're going to get over it is to go through it to both of them. Until they start, they're not going to grow. They're not going to improve. Nothing's going to change. She can have 300,000 videos next year in her camera roll. But if she didn't post them, She's still in the same place she was. Maybe her, I'm sure her videos probably got better and she had experiences that have nothing to do with the internet. I'm not talking about that. If you want to grow your socials and you have specific goals in mind, you're going to have to do what you have to do with what you have. So you might as well just do it. Because if you don't start, if you stand still, obviously you're not going anywhere. So if there's something you've been putting off, Go do it, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) Unless you win the million dollar jackpot or whatever it is, the multi-million, unless you, let me say that again. 
unless you win the multi-million dollar jackpot, ain't nothing changing overnight. So you better use what you have and fucking go for it. Even though I have current videos I think suck. I have past videos I think suck. I have some past videos I think are good. I have some current videos I'm really proud of. What I have is just fine. Because all those videos collectively have helped me to become a better creator. I started this episode off talking about therapy and my journey. I actually need to ask my therapist how many sessions we have because I'm, I'm betting it's well over 500. But going to those sessions was me jumping without my parachute. It was me smacking the, what does Meryl Streep say? Did you smack your little head on the pavement? Yes. Me smacking my head on the pavement over and over and over to finally, finally give myself permission to think about what I want in my own life and how, what I want to create with the time that I have here. My life is not perfect now either. Trust me. But I'm no longer staring at the edge. So thank you guys so so much for checking out episode nine of the rule book i hope that you will go back and watch episode eight seven six five four three two one that you will tell a friend to tell a friend to check out the rule book please subscribe and comment any topics you'd love for me to do an episode on and also follow me on all social medias at serious actress so we can really be friends